we want to talk about, um, we talked about reconciliation last week. Today we'll talk about this. Write this down. Favor is free. Write down, favor, favor is free. Well, I, I know that, Pastor. You, you, you think you know it, but you've been working for it. And, and you've been praying. How many times have you prayed for favor? Raise your hand. You prayed for favor. Yeah. How many times you was looking for a job or a car or a house or you want that loan to go through and you prayed for favor? How many of y'all went for an interview and you prayed you have favor with man? Um, the reason we do that is because you don't have the revelation I'm going to teach you today. Because it's free, it's already been given, and you don't have to pray for it. If 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 I if I if I um 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 let me see who I can use here. Somebody said, "Use me." Who said that? <laughs> who said that? Did you say that? Come here, come here, come here, come here, come here, come come come. He said, "Use me." Come here, come here. Okay, so, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you this 50. You, you, you received that 50? Okay. I've given you that. Who does that 50 now belong to? It belongs to you because I did what? I freely gave it to you. Now, um, do you have to now pray for that 50? No. Why? And you already, you already received it. You already have it. So why would you pray for $50 if you already have $50? You already got it. It's already in your possession. All you got to do is walk, walk it out now and, and use what you've been given. So you can go to the store. You can go to Walmart. And you can use that. You, you, you can invest in somebody else. That's what I'm talking about. But it's yours. You can do what you want. Now, this, this, it's simple. I haven't planned on doing that. I haven't planned on giving him my $50. But, but I... I you, <laughs> But, but it's just that simple. Why would he now go and sit down and pray for $50? All he got to do is now use the 50 that he's already been given. He just freely received. I freely gave. He didn't, he didn't even ask me for it. He didn't ask me for it. See? He didn't ask me. And what he doesn't even realize, I let you play the game with me, but, but before, <laughs> before I even called you up, I knew I was going to use you as an illustration. I don't plan on giving you $50, though, but I was going to use you for an illustration. Before we even knew he did some things for us, and all we got to do is now receive it. We've been shouting for it, praying for it. We've been fasting for it. That's why this message is called Detox, because we're going to talk about some things we've been doing that don't make no sense. Now, unless you want to get that back to me, you can go ahead and have a seat. Thank you, sir. <laughs> he walked away and stride, didn't he? Go to Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1, verse number 26. Let's walk through this. I gave you last week some um, objectives that we will cover. You can reference that from last week's message. And we'll walk every week through this detox series. It is not designed to talk about anybody. Not designed to throw rocks at where we came from, where we were taught before. It's designed to get us updated, get our software updated. 
Because some of y'all ain't had no update since you've been saved. And, and now you're passing that stuff down to other people. And it's wrong. Okay, so, so, so Luke 1, verse 26 and 30 said favor is free. Verse 26, I'll read to 30. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God into a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin, a spouse to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, um, thou that art highly favored, or thou art highly, I told you, this King James gets you all in a, in a, in a hustle here. Um, thou art highly favored. Can you say highly favored? Highly favored. Say it loud. Highly favored. We've been confessing that I'm blessed and highly favored. Then we go back and pray for favor. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. Like, what is going on? Dude shows up, this angel, and angels are not these little babies with naked booties and two wings on their back. Angels are these big things. And you, you notice every time an angel appeared in the Bible, the next word was fear not. Because this thing appears in your room. I, I saw an angel. Hi, hey, look. Hey, little baby. Hello, wing. And he flew across my room. I don't know what you saw, but there wasn't no angel. And when she saw him, she was troubled with it, saying, and casting her mind, what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, look at this, for thou hast found favor with God. Thou hast found favor with God. Thou hast found Found, said found. Favor is found, not earned. Write that down. If you earn it, it's a paycheck. It's not a gift. If you work for it, it's not freely given. You, you, you work 40 hours and get your check on the 15th and say, yeah, my job gave me, gave me a check. They didn't give you nothing. You work for that. You earn that. Write it down. Favor is found, not earned. Favor is secured. It's gained. It's acquired. What is favor? Let's put it on the screen. Favor in the Greek is charis. Favor in the Greek is charis. Um, C-H-A-R-I-S. Um, in the Greek, it's charis. It's where we get our word foundation, um, charisma or charismatic, which simply means to be gifted of God to be favored of God. We've made charismatic to mean black church. Black people, they charismatic. We buck, jack, um, we, we, we speak in tongues. That's not what charismatic means. Are you listening to me? So we get our root word from there, but it's charis. Look at what charis means. The first definition of charis, which is Greek for favor, is grace. Man. That which, look, affords that which provides joy, pleasure, delight, sweetness, charm, loveliness, goodwill, loving kindness. These are all good things here. And when you talk about favor and look it up in lexicon in Greek, this is what you're going to get right here. It, it is the word charis. And it means grace. That's enough right there. It means um, that which provides joy, pleasure, delight, 
sweetness, charm, lovingness, goodwill, loving kindness. So, 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 hail Mary, thou art highly favored, thou art highly graced, thou hast found favor, thou hast found grace, thou hast found pleasure, thou hast found delight, thou hast found goodwill, thou hast found loving kindness with God. Now, Mary was not um, like Jesus. She, she was a regular woman. She was not some super being. She was not, uh, had an immaculate birth. She was Mary. She was just like Brina. She was just like London. So how did Mary find favor with God? How did, why did he pick Mary to, to, to bring Jesus through? She didn't ask for it. She was just hanging out with her, with her husband, Joseph. And, and, and he says, he says, hell, Mary. He showed up, hell, Mary. And, 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 and Mary said, oh, what's going on? He says, fear not. Thou hast found carice with God. She didn't ask for it. She didn't work to get it. She was minding her business. She didn't pray for it. She didn't say, please let Jesus be born through me. She didn't do that. She favor found her. Are y'all still here? Now go to Ephesians chapter 1. I'll put it together for you. (sighs) Mm. So you say, highly favored, and thou hast found favor. Now while you turn into Ephesians chapter 1, highly favored in the Greek, put that on the screen, is you had had favor, which was charis. Um, Highly favored is karichu. 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 it, it means to be highly graced or compassed with favor. Here is the next part of this definition. It means to be accepted. It's cold in here. It needs to be accepted. Write that in your notes and circle it. It means to be accepted. Mary, thou hast found favor with God. You are highly favored. You are accepted in God. God has chose you. I'm glad you're quiet because I need you to hear me because this is where we struggle. I grew up my entire life never feeling adequate enough to receive the things from God. I always got to work for it. I got to do something else. I got to pray some more. I got to pray longer. I got to fast. I got to fast some more. I fast. I fast fruits. Now, I shouldn't fast nothing. Just drink water because I'm trying to get God to accept me and to love me and to do for me and to favor me and to bless me. And he's already done all those things. And so as long as I see God for trying to get him to do it, I'm not seeing him as father. And that's why we struggle with receiving, like the boy said, the young man said, he said, I received your 50. And, 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 and it would be ludicrous to take that 50 and then say, what you need me to do? I, got, I know I know, I, I know, you're just going to give me no $50. You need me to do something, right? I got to do something. You want me to come and serve more in the sound booth? You want me to work every Sunday instead of just twice a month? What you want me to do? Because you ain't just going to give me. And we, we, we treat God like we treat humans. That's too good to be true. You ain't just going to give me nothing. What, what you trying to get out of me? What you trying to get for me? I, I, I got it. He want me to live a holy life so I can so I can so I can then qualify for these things in our natural body. We can't live a holy life. 
Never heard that before either, have you? How, how, how many of you all, you know you say, raise your hand. Put your hand down. How many of y'all are filled with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost, the indwelling of the Holy Ghost? Raise your hand. Great. How many of y'all have some days where you act like or think like you ain't saved? Come on. Put your hand down. If, if being saved means living, <laughs> I'm having one right now. If, if being saved means living holy, how many of y'all have some days where you don't feel like you're living holy? Put your hand down. Does that disqualify or discontinue or cut off or stop your salvation? Because I had a day. Today my son made me mad and passed. I'm sorry, but I cussed at him today. Does that dis... Who says <laughs> Does that disqualify your salvation? Does that mean you have to now work harder to fix what you did. Y'all quiet now. Thou art highly favored. You are compassed with favor. You're highly graced. You are accepted. Say accepted. accepted. Say it again, accepted. accepted. Ephesians 1 verse 1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, to the saints which are at Ephesus and to the faithful in Christ Jesus, grace be to you and peace from God our Father, and from the Lord Jesus Christ, blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Who hath blessed us. What does that mean? Talk loud. He already did it. If he already did it, why he got to do it again? Now, 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 now look, look, don't read this too quick. Who hath blessed us with all, said all. all. What's left after all? None. Nothing. All spiritual blessings in heavenly places, but where are they? They are in Christ. I'm crucified with Christ. I am in Christ. Everything we need is in Christ. You receive Christ. You receive Jesus. Comes the favor and the grace and the love and all the things you read in that definition. It comes when you are in Christ. He's already done it. He's already, already blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Let's keep reading. According as he had chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. He already did it. That we should be holy. And without blame before him in love. Who is love? Who is love? God. Who is love? God. God and Jesus are one. You are holy and without blame in Christ. He's given you all things in Christ. So we're left to do what my brother said. I just got to receive it. And church has taught us that receiving is hard. You got to come to the altar. You got to pray. You got to make sure you get it. Got to lay hands. If you don't fall, you didn't get it. If you didn't get up and cry, you didn't get it. If you didn't leave here and do one, two, three, you didn't get it. It's all in Christ. You just receive Christ and it's in him. Actually, let me say, are you getting what he's saying? Before him in love, verse five, having predestined us into the adoption of 
children by Jesus Christ himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. He was so happy to do this for us. To the praise of the glory of his grace, he had made us, he had made us, look at this last line, accepted in who? Christ, the beloved. The beloved is Christ. He's made us accepted in Christ. What does the Greek definition of favor means? Accepted. Accepted. Can I submit this to you? The same favor, the same favor, the same high favor that was on Mary is on us. We have it. The same, when he walked in, the angel came in and says, Hail Mary, thou art highly graced, thou art highly favored, thou art highly accepted. Thou, uh, um, I'm going to provide for you the goodness and the lovingness and the kindness. It's all on you. The same thing that Mary got, we have it. Because it's in Christ. Are, are y'all here? I know when you start talking about these kinds of messages, you kind of think about, wait a minute, but I thought we had to, and I thought they had told me, and I thought when I had got saved that I need to, you are in Christ, and your living is in Christ. I am not saying that sin doesn't matter. Sin matters. Sin will kill you. It'll ruin your life. It'll ruin your marriage. It'll ruin relationships. It'll unravel things that you built years, um, um, took years to build. Sin matters. But the reason we sin so much is because we have a sin consciousness. And you're working too hard not to sin and you sin. It's like telling the, the child, don't do that. They're going to do it because you keep saying not to do it. And we all grew up, most of us grew up in church. We grew up in sin-based church. It was all about what you can't do, what you shouldn't do, you bat not do, and it taught us to judge everybody else. Are you, you, you at the club? Are you, ooh, ooh, girl? No, and, and we walked around like this. And even now, when you get a new revelation, you're like, I don't know if I can do that because you got this sin consciousness. And people, they'll remind you, how you doing that? How you in? How you listen to that? Y'all came to church and did the cha-cha? You know, y'all all going to hell, right? <laughs> You, you can't do that in church you defiled the temple can I help you this ain't the temple it's a building that we meet in we can meet in a gym or a library or in my garage you are the temple that's what I understand people say I, I, people come in and I, 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 you stand in front of the church and you smoke your cigarette and, or, or you say I'm smoking by my car I don't want to smoke it in front of the church that's bad how is that bad because you're smoking in front of a building it's, it's bad when you defile your own temple. Because the building can't get cancer. But you can. And it says it on the pack. This is a cancer stick. It causes cancer. But when you understand the grace of God in Christ, you get free from things you don't even want to do yourself. I ain't got to make no list for you and say, don't do this and don't do that and don't wear this and don't say that. Once you're in Christ and you yield to Christ, 
and you and you get revelation of what he's done for you and that he loves you completely and ain't nothing you can do to chop that love or change that love or increase that love or lower that love. The greatest love is God and he has given it to you completely. You want to live for him. You want to honor him. You want to please him because in our flesh we can't do it. I don't, I'm the pastor and I have some days where you're like, you the, you the pastor? Some of y'all have some thoughts. Some of us have thoughts. And those thoughts are terrible. Come on, don't leave me out there hanging. But those thoughts that you thought last week and going to think tomorrow, they were taken care of on the cross. Every time you do something, God don't want to grab his stuff. Hey, get the cross, get the cross. Come here, come here, come here. He, Marvin just did something. Come, come, come. Let's, let's get him free. Let's get him free. No. No, so I lost the whole room right there because here's what somebody thinking. So that means we can just go do what we want to do. He says, he says, shall we continue in sin because we understand grace? He says, no, God forbid. He said, no, nope, not. Uh-uh. But if you mess up where sin abounds, Jesus much more abounds. Grace is not a subject. Grace is Jesus. And go back to the definition of favor. Go to the first definition of favor. Sister, sister, I'm going to stop calling you Sister Don. I'm going to stop calling you Prophetess Don in the upper room because you are a prophet of the Lord Jesus Christ and you've been sitting behind the computer and the devil has been bothering you about your gift and your calling, but it is time for you to rise up in Jesus' name and be who God has called you to be before the foundation of the world. And I ain't saying you can't break screen works, but there's, there's much more in you than screen works. And, and God and this community he's placed you in has need of what's on the inside of you. And so I call for it now in the name of Jesus. I, I call for it in the name of Jesus. Let God arise on the inside of you and every demon that's been assigned to you and your family be scattered now in Jesus' name. In your thinking, in your choosing, in your feeling, every demon has to be cut off now, has to shut up now in Jesus' name. God is arising even now. Boldness is arising even now. Confidence is arising even now. And you shall be who God has called you to be. You shall say what God has called you to say now in this time. Rise up, woman of God. 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 You're God's woman, and you're a good mother. You're a good, you're a good nurturer, and God has need of you in the kingdom. Favor. Okay, favor. Ooh, go to the Caris definition. Grace, that which I might have to help, that which affords or provides joy, pleasure, delight, sweetness, charm, loveliness, goodwill, loving kindness. Who wouldn't want this? Who wouldn't want to come and learn about this? Who wants 
supposed to come and learn about how God's going to kill you if you mess up. And how if you don't tithe, he's going to break your refrigerator. And how if you step out of line, he's going to get you and your family. And he's just waiting with his hand on the trigger to take you out. Who want to serve a God like that? He's a good, good father. And he's perfect in all of his ways. And because he's perfect, he says, I'm going to perfect that which concerns you up until the day that Jesus Christ comes back. And if he's perfecting all of us, I don't have a right to talk about things that you're not perfected in. Just because you've crossed a T in this area and I'm still trying to get there, I don't, you don't get to say, yeah, you, you need to get it together because you know you this and you, you, you're supposed to be a man or God. You, no, 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 no. Grace abounds for all of us. And we can walk in it the more we get the revelation of it. Look, joy, pleasure, delight, sweetness, charm, lovingness, goodwill, loving kindness. I've afforded this to you. And he put it on Mary. He says, and you've been accepted in the beloved. He has made us accepted in Christ, made us highly favored in Christ. And the same favor that was on Mary says on me. Come on, say it's on me. Look at Romans chapter 11, verse 6. Romans chapter 11, verse 6. Some of y'all sit saying, but pastor, I got to do something. Look at the Passion Translation. And since it is by God's grace, it can't be a matter of their good works. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a gift of grace. But earned by human effort. And you see a lot of human effort glorified in the local churches. You go to some churches, I've, I've, been on, I've been on the usher board for 35 years. What you're saying is I done paid my way. I done did my work. I done put my time in. I done served well. I've been working hard. Why? Why? Why are you working hard and he already did? We don't know how to receive. Two things our culture don't know how to do. One is receive and two is lament. We don't even know how to properly mourn. And we don't know how to receive. You, 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 somebody take you to dinner and you didn't ate, you didn't burnt. They said, I, I got the check. You, you sure? You got the, uh, no, I'll leave the tip. I, well, you, I got to do something. You, just, you can't even receive the dinner. And you walk out of the restaurant, you, you, you got it? You, got, you, you want me to do nothing? You, you want me to do nothing? No, you just eat and leave. I've learned how to receive. Serena says, I receive. I receive. We was at a steakhouse one time, and we had, we had big old steaks, Steve. We had big old steaks. And, 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 and I didn't know Bill Winston was there, and the guy came and said, Bill Winston paid your bill already. I said, I receive. <laughs> Not, hey, Pastor, you need me to pay the tip? You need me to do something? No, I receive. And steak take be- it tastes better when it's free. <laughs> I was out last time with, with a precious couple, and the bill came, and I went to grab it, and he went to grab it, and he got it first. I said, all right, well, I received it. We ain't going to fight over the bill. We both reached. You got it first. You said, I got this and passed. I said, all right, I received it. Turn to said, learn how to receive. Learn how to receive. As simple as that young man came and got that 50, received just like that. Come on, say, I'm ready to receive. I'm ready to receive. And watch this favor that we're talking about today. Watch it be activated in your life. 
and things start to happen and just say, I receive. You go to the school and it says, somebody already paid for the thing. I receive. Because it's favor. You ain't stop praying for it. Lord, please favor my children. Please favor us, God. We just need your favor. I'm trying to get this job. I just need your favor, God. I need your favor. Your favor, Lord. Your favor. And we think it's going to work because we real emotional. Your favor, God. <laughs> and then we don't, we don't, then we go to work and we pass by Starbucks. We don't get our coffee that morning because I'm just, I'm believing God for favor today. I ain't going to drink no coffee. God said, you know, all this work for something that I've already done. Like, like, just receive it. Come on, say, I receive the favor of the Lord. I receive what he's already done. See, the, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You can't talk like this, Pastor, because people are going to go out and sin and play in the hog pen. Write this down. This, this is going to make you mad, maybe. But grace... Follows you in the hog pen. This is the misconception about the story of the prodigal son. A lot of us love the two boys that were at the house. Because they're doing right by the father. And, and they've been going to church every Sunday. And they've been paying their tithe. And, and, and they're they crossing the T's, dotting the I's. They're my boys. But this dude that asked for his inheritance... And went out there and spent it and slept with whores and all that stuff. We can't deal with him. And, and, so, and so we love the two boys at home. But we don't deal with the boy that went out. As if grace stops when you mess up. As if grace stops when you go into the hog pen. As if grace stops when the instruction and wisdom is for you to do this, but you choose to do this. Well, you just cut off all your grace. God is done with you and he can't help you with this. Notice the father never went after the boy. It's not recorded that he prayed for the boy. Are y'all with me? Because he knew this. The boy can run. He can take stuff. He can act up. But he cannot run from grace. Because the inheritance that we have been teaching, we've been teaching it wrong. The inheritance was not the stuff that he took and went out and spent. The inheritance was the father. And the father never leaves. That's so why when he came back, he says, you've been out there acting the fool, but let me remind you who you are. You are not what you've been doing. Bring a robe for him. Bring a ring for him. Bring all this royalty stuff that represents you are my son. You are not a pimp. You are not a whore. You are not a nigger. You are my son. And now come, put it on him. Let's, let's, let's cook some ribs. Let's, let's feed him. And who got mad? The other boys that we like got mad. They said, now, wait a minute, Dad. Wait, wait, wait. We've been crossing every T and dotting every I, and we've been working. We've been working. We've been working. How dare you bring him back here? He went out there sleeping with whores and acting a fool, and you give him a ring and give him a robe and make him dinner. And what the father said, he said, hey, hey, chill out. All of this was already yours. It was always yours. You went in the whole pen, but it was always yours. You stay back here in the house and act like you was all of that. That's the reason why. People be like, wait a minute now. You mean tell me. 
because you down there going to church and I ain't decided to go yet. Something wrong with me. That's what the boys, that's how the boys treated him. Just because you going down there don't, sometimes don't mean nothing. If you're down here gossiping and down here causing confusion and oh, don't, don't get me started. Down here always offended. Down here talking about the leadership. He said, all of this was already yours. That was a sneeze. Bless you, sister. My God. That's a new one there. I thought she had got happy. She was finna shout. I said, man, I'm preaching now. She finna shout. I was like, oh, The dad never stopped loving him, even in the hog pen. The inheritance is not the stuff. That's why the father freely gave it to him. The inheritance is the father. So why does it seem like some people walk in, in higher levels of favor? Because here's what they understand. They understand like Jesus, parentage, write that down, parentage. Bible says Jesus grew in favor. He grew in wisdom and he grew in favor. Who was that? Is that you, Lord? You know, they, the Bible says signs follow the word preach. I'm like, is that you, Lord? Blessed is the man, listen, I need y'all to stop working. Blessed is the man that ceases from trying to work to please God. Jesus understood parentage, which is why he grew in favor. If you don't understand that God is your father and what you're working for is already given to you, you won't receive it. You've been working real hard, y'all. We've been working real hard. You've been at home at night on Saturday praying hard because you know you act up this week and I don't want to go down into the church. I got to usher, I got to greet, I got to sing, and I've been acting up all week. We've been working real hard as if it's us that's doing the work anyway. Jesus understood parentage. Write down parentage. Most of us know God but don't know him as father. So we spend time trying to please a father that's already pleased. Why? Is God already pleased with you and you be acting up? No, that ain't good English, but you be acting up and God is already pleased with you. Why? Because he sees you in Christ. He sees us through the finished work of Christ. That's how he sees us. So he sees you complete. He sees you whole. I know you. <coughs> he sees you healed. He's waiting on you to see it so you can receive it. He's willing you to see it so you can receive it. Because that's how he sees you. He don't see you broken. He don't see you rejected. He don't see you with cancer. He sees you through the finished works of Jesus Christ. And Jesus took care of cancer. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our... He, so he sees you through Jesus. 
That's why when the enemy comes daily to say, hey, hey, Rhonda been messing up. Jesus said, wait a minute, not guilty. He sits at the right hand of the father making intercession for us daily. And the accuser of the brethren, the devil, comes before him every day and says, your trinity ain't no good and Courtney ain't no good and she don't need to be dancing and these people are a mess and he a mess and how he gonna pass her? And he did this and how she gonna ush? And she be talking like that. And he says, wait a minute, not guilty. Why? Because everything they did, I already put it on Jesus. Because Jesus is the grace of God. The wages of our sin was death. That's why Jesus had to die. But he couldn't stay dead. Because the sin was dealt with in his death. Our living in favor is dealt with with him raising up. And we don't teach this, Cam. We searching, we jumping, we hopping, we crying, we broken, we busted, we disgusted, we continually going through, we continually sowing seed to come out, and all of this stuff was never God's intent. All you got to do is receive. And, and naturally, it's hard for us to do that sometimes. It told me Wednesday night, we, we got the, the live um, virtual celebration that was great, but they said, you got to do this. You got to leave your house at 4 o'clock. Well, I got to leave my house at 4 o'clock. We're going to send you to a restaurant. You got to come back at 6.30. Well, I can't come back at 6. What you need me to do? I need you to do what I'm telling you to do. I don't know how to just receive sometimes. That's receiving. When you come back, when I pull back up to the house, they said, don't come in yet. Well, I can't go in yet. When you come in, they're going to blindfold you, take you to your bedroom. Why? I got to be blindfolded. Because <laughs> we want to be a part of everything. And sometimes you just got to learn how to, to receive. And so I know if we can receive naturally on this level, we definitely ain't receiving from God. You're not. Sometimes you guys take your hands off and just receive. Just receive. But church has taught us a whole lot of antics. And when you get through, you still feel the same way. Now you're mad. Because I did all y'all told me to do. And I still don't feel no different. I'm still rejected. I'm still insecure. My head still hurt. I still think I'm ugly. still think I'm not worthy. And the elders done prayed. The brothers done prayed. I done fasted. You done poured oil. I done been to a seminar and read four books. I want the woman to die loose. I want the woman to be loose again. I went to all of that. And all we got to do is just receive. I got, oh, I'm out of time. <sighs> Say it's all about receiving. Can I give you one last scripture? It's 1134. Can I have five minutes? It's got to be unanimous. So can I have five minutes? Okay. Who? Oh, okay. Romans 5, 17, for if by one man's offense, death reigned by one, much more they which receive. There it is right there. For if by one man's offense, death reigned by one, much more they which receive, receive the abundance of what? Grace, favor, and of the gift of righteousness. It's all a gift. Your right standing with God was a gift. Bible says he made you righteous. He made me. Yeah, he made you righteous. It says our right standing was as filthy rags, so he made us righteous. 
Ain't that something? He made me righteous. He, he put me back in right standing with God and sealed it. You can't undo that. You have been made the righteousness of God. Here we go again. In Christ, you can't undo it. You can, you can hear wrong and feel wrong, but you can't undo it. I don't feel righteous. I don't feel worthy. That's on you. He's made you righteous. And the reason our feeling don't line up with what he did because we've been taught wrong. We've been yelled at. Our sins have been counted against us by leaders and each other. We talk, you, you about to live right. You about to get right. You about to get right with God. What does that even mean? I get right. But how, how am I going to get right with God when he already made me right? Get right with God. Get right with God. It's church over. Let's all stand. Some of y'all need to get right with God today. You got, I know you got saved last week, but between last week and this week, you've been doing some things. And God is mad with you. You need to get right with God. That's wrong. That's, that's, not, that's not in here. See, this kind of teaching frees you up. Not to sin, but to understand that God loves you completely. Pastor, some folks going to hear you wrong. They hear me wrong all the time anyway, some of them. But that's, I didn't tell, this, this ain't no message about you going to sin. Make that clear. I said it last week. Same what we're talking about. But I ain't going to have no sin conscience either. I'm going to receive what Jesus has done for me. And we've been struggling with receiving it. We've used this Bible to beat people up. To make them think God is always after them. He's going to get you. Girl, he going to get you. God going to get you. God don't like ugly. He going to get you. And we pray for people and say, we, we pray for your esteem. Then we say, well, God don't like ugly. So am I ugly? Now, what, what is it? Which one is it? That one man's offense. Death reign. Much more they which receive the abundance. I've been, I've been studying this for a long time, y'all. When I, when I first got into it, I was like, this, nah, this don't make no sense. This ain't, because it was coming up against my strongholds that I believe. I remember telling Pastor T, he said, it's like, he was talking about, he said, I said, I ain't teaching that. I ain't teaching that. That's, 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 that's too radical. It's, it's the gospel, though. It is the Pauline gospel. It is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Y'all quiet up in here. We receive the abundance of grace. What does that mean? More than is necessary. And the reason is that we shall reign in life by Jesus Christ. We're not reigning because we're still trying to earn it. <sighs> Come on, Chris. I got to go. I asked for five minutes, right? I got one left. Can I use them one? Yes. Give you three things real quick. Favor. Favor. The favor on you makes you an asset. Write that down. Favor on you makes you an asset. Write it down. Write it down. Things are better because you're connected to it. Your job is better because you're connected to it. The team plays better because you're you the coach. Your classroom is the top achievers because you're the teacher. Favor on you makes you an asset. Write down Genesis chapter 30. Verse 25 to 27. You can look at it your own time. 
Let me read it real quick. I got, I got, I got a little bit of time. And it came to pass when Rachel had borne Joseph, that Jacob said unto Laban, send me away that I may go into my own place and into my country. Give me my wives and my children for whom I have served thee and let me go. For thou knowest my service, which I have done thee. And Laban said unto him, I pray thee, if, if I have found favor in thine eyes, tarry, wait. For I have learned by experience that the Lord had blessed me because of you. He's blessed me because of you. Favor makes you an asset. Number two, favor doesn't mean you won't face trouble. Favor doesn't mean you won't face trouble. Somebody said, hey, baby, say amen. But favor and grace will never abandon you. Look at Genesis chapter 39. Verse 20. Amplified. So Joseph's master took him and put him in, in prison. The place where the king's prisoners were confined. So he was there in the prison. But the Lord was with Joseph. Favor doesn't mean you won't face trouble. But in trouble, the Lord will be with you. An extended, an extended what? An extended what? An extended carice, loving kindness to him. And gave him favor in the sight of the ward. And then the warden committed to Joseph's care. All the prisoners. Dude got a promotion in trouble. Stop crying when trouble hits. Expect the manifested favor of God. I like our cargo said, because we go through a different door. Everybody crying because they laying off. They ain't nothing to do with me. Nothing to do with me. I go through a different door. Trouble, yeah, it's happening. Things are bad. But God's going to be with me in this. And while y'all getting laid off, I'm going to get me a promotion. I'm going to get me a raise. And I, ain't, and I ain't talking about no 3% either. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about putting you in a different tax bracket. Come on, say, I receive that. The last one, favor never leaves you empty. Exodus chapter 3. Verse 19, and I am sure that the king of Egypt will not let you go, not by a mighty hand. And I will stretch out my hand and smite Egypt with all my wonders, which I will do in the midst thereof. And after that, he will let you go. And I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. And it shall come to pass, my God in heaven, that when they go, they won't go empty. They won't go empty. As you receive the revelation of the favor of God, that I am highly favored. I am highly accepted. I am highly loved. You'll begin to see it manifest in your everyday life. Whatever you do, there'll be grace on it. Open doors. Things will be easy. Because you walk in the favor of God. Not just, I'm blessed and highly favored. How you, I'm blessed and highly favored. No, I really am. And the more understanding I get, the more I want to please the Father. I don't want to mess up. I don't want to mess up. I want to come in line with what he's already done for me. And I please him by submitting to what he's done. Not by working hard. 
Not by, not by, I study, but I, I got to study at least three more hours so God can really be pleased with me as a pastor. That's not, that's not it. I got to just receive what he's done for me. Did I receive the word today? Amen. Can I help you with this? As we're sharing on these lines, allow the Holy Spirit to make what I'm saying plain to you. Go back and search the scripture. Don't just turn it off and like, oh, oh, wait a minute now. Listen, hear what God is saying. Do like the church in Acts. Go back and search the scripture this week and make sure what I said was so. They're going to put up a link for you to have questions. So um, um, all this month, next month, we'll be teaching community talk on Wednesdays. We'll be walking back through these Sunday lessons. We'll be taking questions and answering questions so we can all get understanding. So, so Wednesday nights is not a time I don't do that. Log on. Log on. Let's sit around the word together. Let's get understanding together. Some of you won't go back and listen to this again. But if you come on on Wednesday night, we'll walk through it again. We'll break it down some more. We'll answer your questions so we can have understanding. We're not switching lanes. We are not switching lanes. We are not changing doctrines. We're just, we, we've just been enlightened on something we've been reading over all the time. It's nothing new. We didn't make this up. It's just not what it is. It's not inclusion. It, it is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And who wouldn't want to hear that God loves you completely? Why don't you tell people that, Reverend? Why wouldn't I? But the man told me, Pastor, you should not preach on giving because you love and trust God. People are going to stop giving. So I should just keep bamboozling people? Tell them God's going to kill them if they don't give? I'm not doing that. Once I, once I learn once I get up revelation, I'm going to share it. So I want to be free. My giving has increased since I got the revelation. Because I love and trust God. 